Welcome to the Essential Astrocast. I'm your host, Veronica Peretti. I'm an astrologer and a yoga teacher, and each week I let you know what's going on up there in the heavens so that you can dictate your fate down here on Earth. Welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica. And I'm recording a little bit late this week and at an unusual time, but because I'm recording late, I can mention that, of course, I know what happened in Texas, and it is so devastating that we live in a country that has more guns than cars, and I don't want to focus on it because I know many of you come to this podcast to be a source of light and a source of levity and a source of affirmation. And I don't want to bring us all down with the things that we're reading everywhere else in the media and everywhere else on social media. So I'm not going to focus on it today, but I just want to right here at the top say that the thing we have to do is vote and vote for lawmakers that are not in the pocket of the NRA and vote for lawmakers that are going to support our values. And I assume if you're listening to this podcast, many of our values align. And the only way it's going to change is to get more Democrats in the Senate, to overcome the filibuster, to get those 60 votes to actually pass legislation that will enforce gun control and protect a woman's right to choose and protect health care for those that need it and all those things that are really important to having a functional society. And that is not just functional. We're not even talking thriving. We are moving into a time where we are going to go into the midterms. It's going to get really angry. We have Pluto return with a very divisive country. We've got a lot of stuff coming up down the pipe that's going to make fall pretty challenging, astrologically, I'm saying. So please, please get involved. Do your part. Talk to friends. Tell them what's important to you. Tell them how they can register. Tell them how they can vote in the primaries. Encourage the people within your community to pay attention to what's going on with their local elections. These are the things that are really, really important. So I'm going to step off my soapbox and we're going to talk astrology, but I could not let this episode go by without saying something about what's going on from an astrological lens we had Mars at 29 degrees Pisces. Pisces rules the subconscious. Obviously, we can see evidence of mental health and addiction issues when we look at the Pisces archetype. It does not mean that everyone with Pisces has mental health or addiction issues. It's just something that can tee us up for that in astrology. And because Mars was at 29 degrees Pisces in the heavens, some deep-seated Anger issues probably came up for a lot of people, didn't necessarily manifest in 
shooting a bunch of children, but it might have manifested in other ways. So this is what I always say. You activate the planets in your chart. You activate the transits that hit your chart. You know, there are many people that probably had deep-seated anger come up with that 29-degree Pisces yesterday, and um, they did not take those actions. So this is why I always say you dictate your fate because you're activating the planets in your chart. And there is something to be said for that, but there's also something to be said for the fact that we see these patterns and we see these patterns often linked to Mars because Mars is the planet that is most associated with aggression in the Zodiac. And as a very Marsy person, I can say that you can have aggression and channel it in a healthy way. And sometimes Mars aggression is really healthy. I just had this conversation with an astrologer friend today, letting out the anger, which Mars is very good at. It is actually healthy. It's helpful as opposed to ruminating on it and stewing on it and having it grow into a festering resentment. So we now have Mars and Aries and Mars and Aries is where he is at home. It's where he is the ruler. And as an Aries myself with Mars there, I can tell you that we get really hot headed. We get super angry really fast and then we let it out and we get over it and then we're free. And there's something really healthy about that. So you might find that people are hot headed this week. The good news is that Mars and Aries often gets really hot, but it's quick to get hot and quick to cool off. So that is good. And Aries people are generally quick to get angry, but then really quick to forgive and move on as well, because Mars and Aries likes to move forward. It likes to always be moving forward. It doesn't want to look back. So we are moving forward this week, and that is certainly something to be grateful for. We are winding down eclipse season. We're moving toward that new moon in Gemini, which will occur on May 30th. So you want to think back what's changed in your life since April 16th. Eclipse season often brings up new beginnings, new endings, pivots, and realizations. So what's been coming up for you? Has something started? Has something ended? Have you had to pivot? I know I've had to pivot in my own plan of action. Have you had some realizations? So eclipse season usually just progresses and catalyzes the changes that were already occurring. So Whatever come up, came up for you was probably already in the ethers and you were already mulling it over or it was in your subconscious. It was percolating. So now you know what it is and you'll know even more information once Mercury goes direct on June 3rd because Mercury is still retrograde currently back in Taurus and he's going to station on June 3rd and then go direct and then he will not be clear of his shadow until um, mid-June, but we'll get to Mercury. So you might be feeling ready for action this week as Mars moves into Aries, but hold your horses a little bit because you know that Mercury is still retrograde and therefore you don't have all the info. If you are just totally taken over by the spirit of Mars and Aries and you just got to do something and make it happen, you just know that you have to put this thing in motion and you just can't resist just know that the landscape might change in 
after June 3rd or mid-June once Mercury clears its shadow. Just be open to the fact that if you make a final decision about something or you launch something, that it might need to be edited a little bit. And that's okay. You know, that's life. We, we're always evolving and learning. And every decision we make is not always the final experience. And I started the Moon Day Meditation and Cosmic Conversation during this eclipse season as an experiment, and it went really well. And you guys seem to really like it. So now we're going to continue it in June. Of course, we're not going to have it Monday. And good opportunity for a programming note. There will be no podcast next week because I will be on vacation celebrating my one year anniversary, which actually was on May 15th, but we're choosing to celebrate it Memorial Day week. And we are taking a little trip. So there's going to be no podcast next week, but I'm going to include some of the main points for you at the end of this week's episode. So stay tuned for that. Okay. So the big news is that Mars goes into Aries this week, and at the end of the week, Mars will trine Jupiter, and that is the big transit of this week because Jupiter is the big guy in the sky, and he amplifies whatever he touches. So Mars and Jupiter coming together, it's going to amplify the enthusiasm, the confidence that both of these planets represent, as well as the decisiveness and the clarity that Mars can often represent. So this week began with three very helpful sextiles. We had Sun sextile Jupiter, Mercury sextile Mars. Both of those transits are opportunities for confidence and enthusiasm. And then we had Venus sextile Saturn, which is an opportunity for commitment and growth. Very stabilizing. So sextiles, remember, those are two planets in compatible signs working together. So these, this is harmonious. They're compromising. They're helping each other. So this is really helpful and definitely helping us shake off the sense of inertia that we might be feeling from eclipse season with everything going on plus the Mars and Aries. So Mars went into Aries on Tuesday, and the last time we had Mars here was in 2020 with the Mars retrograde that lasted a while. So when Mars retrogrades, he stays in a sign for six to seven months. And we're going to have Mars retrograde at the end of this year in Gemini, but let's not get too stressed out about that just yet. We have a while to go. I want you to think back to 2020, summer of 2020 through the end of the year, we had Mars and Aries. It was a really long time to have Mars in his home sign. And Mars retrograde, of course, is a little bit feisty because he's frustrated. Remember, this is a guy who wants to move forward at all costs. He doesn't like to go backward. So it was a tough time. And the very last day of Mars and Aries was January 6, 2021. And I don't have to tell you what happened that day. That was an experience of Mars at 29 degrees Aries, just like what happened yesterday was an experience of Mars at 29 degrees Pisces. That anoretic degree of a sign is really very potent. So Mars and Aries can be cutthroat. It can be clear. It can be direct. It can be decisive. It can be hot tempered. It can also bring confidence. It can also bring an elimination of doubt. It can bring enthusiasm and excitement 
And all of that is really nice right now. I feel like we feel a bit waterlogged from all the Pisces energy we had this spring. And now this Mars and Aries, it's like you're getting to dry off and get excited about things again. Find your fire again. Now, we also have Mercury in a helpful trine to Pluto this week. So Mercury trine Pluto, it's an interesting transit because it's one that we're experiencing three times because of the Mercury retrograde. So the first time was on um, April 28th, and then the second one is this week. And then, of course, we'll have a final one on June 10th. This story is unfolding for you, and you're getting to see something that you weren't seeing before because Pluto rules everything underneath the surface that we can't see. So something is being unearthed for you. Mercury, of course, communicates things. So something is being communicated to you that you either couldn't see or wouldn't see or was hidden from view. Pay attention when this rolls through today on Wednesday when I'm recording this and throughout this week. And then also on June 10th, we will have this transit Oh final time for this go round and you will see whatever the story was and probably the story of your mercury retrograde is in this transit as well mercury is not the only planet that is talking to pluto this week venus is squaring pluto on friday and venus is about to leave aries so before she leaves aries she's going to get to that 29th degree of aries she's going to square pluto so This is probably going to manifest with a lot of anger from women specifically because Venus is part of our divine feminine archetype. And of course, you know, mothers are angry. Women are angry with the court potentially throwing out Roe v. Wade. So women are angry this week and they're definitely going to be angry on Friday. So people are going to be cranky. You know, Venus in Aries is a little bit irritable. It's not someplace she likes to hang out. She wants to be in her home sign of Taurus and she's almost home. So this week is really interesting because both Mars is going home to Aries and Venus is going home to Taurus. But before she gets there, she squares Pluto. We all know that we're in our Pluto return. So Pluto is in a hot spot in the heavens, activating our Pluto return as a country for those of us that are Americans or for those of us that are living in America. So, you know, this might bring up some money issues. This might be interesting to see what happens with the market, with cryptocurrency. It can bring up authority issues. It's our Aries and Capricorn. Whenever we have planets in Aries and Capricorn and they square one another, it's like they're fighting for who wants to be boss. Um, Relationship power struggles can come up. It is an opportunity to put into practice what you've learned since Venus retrograded in Capricorn back at the beginning of the year. So we had Venus join Pluto three times. It was something I talked about a lot in December and January. December 11th, 2021, Christmas, December 25th, and then March 3rd, 2022. Those three conjunctions were pretty hot for Venus conjunct Pluto, and it really kicked us off into this year of Pluto retrograde. So they're going to meet up again January 1st, 2023 at 27 degrees, which is where the USA's Pluto is, what has opened up for you around this story that might have started back in December or January? We're talking relationships, money, the things that you value. 
something may be opening up for you this week, or you might be learning a little bit more. And again, squares are transits that inspire action. So maybe you've been sitting in the relationship or in the job and saying, this isn't it. And the Venus square Pluto is going to actually prompt you to do something about it. Then Venus moves into Taurus on Saturday and she's home and she's so happy to be home. She's going to have her cozy blanket and her warm cup of tea, maybe a good glass of wine, some cheese, some chocolate. She's going to put on some old episodes of Gilmore Girls and just have a good time. All the cozy, safety, security, inspiring things are the things that Venus is going to want in Taurus because safety and security is her love language when she's in Taurus. So Mercury will be moving home into Gemini June 13th. So mid-June, we're going to have three planets in their home signs, and we are going to be initiating, putting things into practice, doing some work, making things move forward. I'm pretty excited about that. Lots of opportunities to take action after this very chaotic, confusing period that we've experienced this spring. Mars is going to join Jupiter, as I said on Sunday, and this is the big one this week. Their last conjunction was March 20th, 2020. We are entering a new two-year cycle because Mars takes two years to go around the zodiac, so he always has these two-year cycles when he meets up with other planets. So in Capricorn, we experienced this restriction and the government authority and the vaccine mandates and the mask mandates and then people, you know, reacting to that. And now in Aries, it's going to be much less about the government and the authority. And I mean, it might be about that, too, because Mars is, of course, squaring Pluto in Capricorn still. But the Mars-Jupiter story is going to be about you as an individual because Aries is the ultimate individual. And it's going to be about initiative coming from your sense of self and that warrior energy and taking things into your own hands. Mars is going to be amplified by Jupiter. I'm also a little bit worried because things are so divisive right now and people are so angry this concerns me on a collective level. It concerns me in terms of Ukraine. It concerns me in terms of the world. But on a personal individual level, I love this transit because I'm a very Mars-Jupiter person. So for me, when they come together, I always like that. And even if it's a little explosive, which it can be, it usually forces us and pushes us forward in a good way. So think about this, enthusiasm, directness, clarity, decisiveness, motivation, confidence. Those are the things that are inspired by this transit. So let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and we'll talk about next week. I'm so glad you're here listening to the Essential Astrocast, but I know that sometimes it can feel really overwhelming and hard to follow along. So thanks to other listeners, I created the Astro Cheat Sheet. You can save it in the photos on your phone. And as we move through, and if you wonder what is associated with Aquarius, what does Mars rule? you can turn to the Astro Cheat Sheet. So if you want one, you can head on over to astrocheatsheet.com and download your copy. All right, so let's talk next week. 
The new moon in Gemini will occur on Monday, May 30th, also known as Memorial Day here in America, at nine degrees Gemini. If you have any of your planets in your chart around nine degrees of the mutable signs, which would be Gemini, Sagittarius, Pisces, Virgo, it's going to be a big new moon for you. And for the rest of us, it is just kicking out eclipse season. Thank goodness. So the lunation that comes before the first eclipse and the lunation that comes after the second eclipse is always when it opens and when it closes. So this is the closing of the eclipse season. And a new moon in Gemini will help us see things from a new perspective because Gemini is the twins. We're in Gemini season. The sun is in Gemini. When the moon comes to the sun in Gemini and they're the exact same degree, nine degrees, they will create a new moon. It will be a beautiful, fresh start. And because Gemini is the twins, it encourages us to see something from various perspectives other than our own. Gemini rules communication. Remember that a really important part of communication, it's not just expressing yourself, but it's also listening. So there's a saying that God gave you two ears and one mouth for a reason. And I always remind you of that during Gemini season, because it is the season of connecting with others, hearing their perspective, and just seeing something from multiple sides. Because Gemini is not only two, it's multiple, it's several, it's variety. So it's a great time to connect with friends. And it's a great time to connect with people in your local community because Gemini rules your local community as well as your siblings. So it might be a time that you're connecting with siblings if you have them. Now, Mercury will station to go direct on June 3rd. So that will be Friday. So we have the new moon Monday, the 30th, and then we have Mercury stationing to go direct on Friday. In between, there is not a lot happening. So while this week is a little bit crazy and hectic, next week is going to be a lot easier going. Now, sometimes when there are not a lot of planetary transits and we have a moment of calm, we actually start to feel a lot of stuff because in that moment of calm, a lot of the emotion comes up. So you might be feeling emotional next week. We will have a moon in cancer in the middle of the week. You could see some stuff coming up for you internally, but hopefully, potentially, things will calm down in the external world. On Saturday, the day of Saturn, because each day belongs to a planet, in case you didn't know that, Saturday belongs to Saturn, and on June 4th, Saturn will station retrograde. So this is my PSA for this time of year. I'm going to say this many times over the coming weeks. Outer planet retrogrades, Saturn is sort of like on the cusp. He's not an outer planet exactly, but he's not what I consider one of the relating planets, which are the planets very close to Earth. Saturn going retrograde, we're going to feel him. But outer planets, when they retrograde, we feel them when they station to retrograde or go direct. But 
being retrograde, not a huge deal because they spend pretty much half the year being retrograde. And many of us are born with these planets retrograde in our charts. So for many of us, it might even feel like a little more natural to have them retrograde. But either way, you're going to feel Saturn next week. He's going to make his presence known on the 4th. You might feel him a few days earlier. You might feel him for a few days after. It's not going to be super intense. Now, whenever I say that, of course, I am shocked myself and I experience intensity. So who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. But Saturn stationing shouldn't be a huge deal. It's not like Mercury doesn't have the same impact, but it will bring to view some of the responsibilities and limitations in your life because Saturn likes to give us boundaries. So if you've been needing some boundaries, it might show you where they need to be put in place. And that can be helpful. Saturn is not fun, but he's always helpful. He's always helping us grow and evolve and learn what we need to learn. So the themes for this week, to close it out, you're coming back to yourself. You're regaining your clarity, your decisiveness, your confidence, thanks to Mars and Jupiter. Your motivation is returning. The relating planets, Venus and Mars, are moving home into their home signs of Mars into Aries, Venus into Taurus. So this is going to give us the power to initiate and move things forward. Your sense of clarity will start to trickle back in as we move out of eclipse season. And you can use the wisdom that you've gleaned from this eclipse season to help you move forward. Everyone will be feeling a little bit spicy because we've got Mars and Aries and Venus at the final degrees of Aries for part of this week. So motions will be running high and tempers will flare. But remember, Aries planets like to heat up real fast and cool off real fast. This Mars Jupiter is also really good for personal breakthroughs. So if you've been feeling stuck, feeling like, something's been holding you back, the Mars-Jupiter conjunction might be just the ticket to help you break through and move through some of that self-doubt and discomfort and find the confidence and the motivation that you need to get things going. So all in all, I am excited about this astrology. I'm excited for all this Aries energy. I'm excited for Venus to move home into Taurus. And I think that the coming weeks will bring us some direction, some decisiveness, some confidence, some clarity, some optimism, all the things that we're desperately needing right now. And I send you so much love and I will not be here next week, but I will see you the following week or rather you'll hear my voice the following week. And if you haven't checked out my website where I post the podcast every week on the podcast page, I am now doing highlights. So if you're one of those people that's sitting there with a pen and you're trying to take notes and you want to catch the important transits or you're, you know, rewinding or re-listening, go to the podcast page of my website because I'm putting the highlights each week of what you need to know. Things like Mercury stationing and Mars conjunct Jupiter and all those kinds of things. So that can be really helpful. And that was an awesome request from one of my yoga students, Liz. So that's what I got for you. I hope you're doing well and hang in there. We will get through it. We always do.
Thank you so much for listening. It's such an honor to be here in your ears every week. If you like the show, I hope that you take the time to rate and review it either on Apple or Spotify. And if you have a friend who you think might like the show, you can share this episode with them right from your podcast feed. All right. I'll talk to you next week.